This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gorgeous people, it's Lala Kent. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. We had such an incredible week last week on top of weekend mm-hmm. slash this week. You're talking about the New York trip? The New York trip. Yeah. In a New York minute. <laughs> Ooh. That's lovely. It's so bad. We Uh, left this at We Hope New York is Successful. And what did you think? How do you think it went? It was amazing. And I am going to let everyone in on something. Every time I do watch What Happens Live, you have to remember that's like the mothership, right? Like I feel very comfortable there. I feel comfortable with Andy. It's very quaint. The audience is small. So you feel like you're just in a room talking to like your friends. Like that's just how you feel. That's how Andy makes you feel. And then you realize, oh shit, we're on live TV Mm -hmm. and people are watching. So I tend to overshare And every single time I've left Watch What Happens Live, I feel that I've overshared or I've thrown shade that is like, why did you do that? It's it's very weird. Can I tell you, when I do Vanderpump Rules, I'm cool with like throwing shade, whatever. When I'm off of that, like I don't like being involved in Instagram drama. I don't like being involved in anything that has like if I say something on the podcast, I sit there and I'm like, oh my gosh, will someone take this the wrong way? Like, is this person going to come for me? Mm-hmm. Like, I hope, you know, like I just am, I get, I get nervous. It's, it's not my comfort zone. I don't like confrontation. When I'm doing, when I'm filming Vanderpump Rules, I know the assignment, mm-hmm. you know, speak your truth. These are my friends. I know we can bounce back. And my cast is really great. Like they're not into Instagram drama. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I never see my cast really going toes on social media. Not that we haven't before, but when I see certain housewives, they're tweeting each other, they're posting. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. They're outing each other for affairs. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Intense. Yeah. So every time I leave, watch what happens. I'm like, damn it. I did it again. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> but this time, like, I feel like I really, I said what needed to be said and nothing more. Yeah. No, you know, I thought it was great. And you're right. That room, you guys, I've only watched Watch What Happens Live. And I, Lala has said the room is small, but I'm like, yeah, but it's not that small because I've seen it. Oh, my God. It's it, it's so much smaller than you would think. It's literally like you're sitting in a living room. Even the live audience is like 
like tiny tiny like how many people do you think were in there in the live audience yeah probably i don't know like like 15 to 20 yeah i was just gonna say like 15 13 yeah it's not big and the room it just feels like you're sitting in someone's living room so i could see why you would feel like oh i'm just it feels like you're in a clubhouse yeah which is why it's called the clubhouse clubhouse. you know it's like Mm -hmm. it gets very intimidating when you're in there and then you leave and realize oh god bless you lily bless you oh my sweet angel you sexy girl (laughs) oh die for her um so it was amazing then we did we did a lot of different podcasts which so much fun the, you you were great on those and those girls it was just it was all women podcast i know my you, most favorite space being it, around yeah. a bunch of badass chicks yeah literally and chicks chicks in the chicks office. in the office mm-hmm. um publicity yeah you guys it was great and then you did then I did Tamron Hall. What'd you feel about that? Because I know Tamron Hall is sometimes like, she's not afraid to get down and dirty with people. So how did you feel about I respect that? her so much. Yeah, same. She is like, she is an incredible host, interviewer, like all of her accomplishments. I was so nervous mm-hmm. going on to her show. And I'm, I'm cool with people being tough. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's all fine and good. But when you're placed... I'm aware that I'm a reality TV personality. Right. And I get intimidated when I walk into rooms with people who are very accomplished, very poised, very elegant, because I I tend to be very hypersensitive to my past and things that I've done in my past and Mm -hmm. things that I continue to sometimes do that I'm figuring out. And I feel like all eyes are on me and like I just get nervous. Mm Mm-hmm. But that the energy in that room and her audience, like I felt so supported by her, by her audience. Like when we spoke about my dad, about Ocean, about my alcoholism, it was just like, how is it that a room full of people I have never seen or met in my life, they all look so familiar and I feel like I've known them for years. Yeah. That's a great environment. And I knew because I was backstage watching on the TV and Lala had mentioned, if I cry, I'll f- it, it means I feel like I'm in a safe space. And she did. And I was like, that made me like, oh, yay, you feel like you're in a safe space. Like I felt like I, I knew when I was watching that and you started crying, talking to her. I was like, oh, you you feel comfortable up there. I did feel comfortable. Yeah. And the one of the producers of the show came back just to check in on me. And I was like... Is there a box of tissues there? Because I did a pre-interview, basically what we'd be touching on. Mm -hmm. And anytime you talk to me about the passing of my dad, even though it's been four years, almost four years, we're approaching four years. I still, if I feel comfortable and safe, I still feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to break down. Mm -hmm. So I, that's what I felt the second he the second she asked about like what was that moment like losing your dad I was like this is where I lose my mind yeah you know yeah it was really it was I thought it was a really successful trip lots of badass women mm-hmm. lots of laughs lots of just like inspiration I'm gonna totally. say it but yeah. lots of ins- even just seeing women do their thing the podcasters. Tamron Hall, like you. I'm like, yes. I know. It's so inspiring. I love it. Yeah. 
It was great. The only thing I didn't like was the horses. We decided to take I a walk. I was just thinking <laughs> about that. You were? Yes. Jess and I decided to take a walk through Central Park, and I was like, this is going to be so good for us. And I actually left the park <laughs> feeling beyond depressed. So depressed. Because? Because there are horses that are being exploited. Mm-hmm. And I could, I could not believe my eyes that we are in New York City mm-hmm. and I'm seeing these horses with carts attached to them with jewels on their heads. Yeah. Pulling these people. And I was pissed. I was pissed at the people for getting on. Pissed at the people for, for supporting it. You're supporting yes. it by paying for the rides. You're supporting it by working for the company. Yep, working for the company. And I've got to be honest, you guys, we didn't see a single bowl for food or water. We saw, I saw buckets that had water in them. And I even sat in the moment. I was like, okay, wait, I see buckets of water. And right when I said that, Lala noticed they they used them to clean off the hooves. It made me sick. And of course, naturally, I took to my Instagram to talk about it. And Mm -hmm. of course, I had a million and one um, uneducated trolls mm. sending me messages. And, but it, there were a few people that said, what about like the Amish who mm-hmm. still use horses like that for transportation? And I think my whole thing is the, the well being of the horse. What is going on behind closed doors? Number one, no matter how you want to chop it and dice it, those horses in New York City, and by the way, people were sending me a ton of cities that it's still happening in, mm. and people were like, how did you not know this? I'm going to be honest. I don't travel to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I don't travel to a lot of these cities that horses are being... I, I I live in LA. Like, I feel like we're pretty... We love our animals. Yeah. And we talked about this, and call us out if we're wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's no... Tourist, I've never seen and, it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. And and if I'm wrong, please let me know. Slide mm-hmm. in my DMs because I do see it. But I was shocked to like the fact there's no there's no water for these horses. Where are they going when the day is done? I, you could just tell the horses aren't being treated right. Like mm-hmm. we're talking about people coming in from bumfuck wherever mm-hmm. that are like, let's go on this horse with the kids. It's not fun. Right. Stop supporting it. I don't know how else to say it. Mm-hmm. And I won't be, I'm not going to say who, but I had a friend who lived in LA who years ago po- posted a picture of her and her boyfriend on maybe like three years ago. That's not that. Her and her boyfriend on the horse and carriage. And I reached out to her. I'm like, hey, do you know? Because I know there was stuff that came out in press and I believe it was Central Park where the horse there's a video of it. The collapsed. horse collapsed. A it's lot of people sent disgusting. me videos and pictures of collapsed horses in all different cities. Yeah. It's so dated and it's so just just gross. We don't need it. We don't need the horses and the carriages. We don't need zoos for profit. We need no. zoos that are rescuing and wildlife sanctuaries. But like I just think the this. whole, yeah, you have to do your research. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. You won't catch me taking Ocean to a zoo. You mm-hmm. won't catch me take... I shouldn't. There are zoos because I don't want to discredit zoos who are actually like doing incredible work, helping. Right? Mm-hmm. You won't catch me at an aquarium. Yes, you you are big on, and I'm like, if you've been living under a rock, I'm using Lala's thing. But if you've been living under a rock, you don't know Lala's big with like what would you call it? I call it like what like I'm just sea big animals? on animals. Yes, or? yeah, and I'm big on like the well being of animals. Mm-hmm. 
and I just like, like I, I want to do my research and I've been the person where I have gone to SeaWorld as a child before I was educated. I have gone to a breeder to get a dog mm. before I was educated. Now I'm anti. Chop your dog's balls off. Get your dog spayed. Like, go to a shelter to get your animal. I'm just, I'm into mm. it. Yeah. You know, I see certain birthday parties or like people with petting zoos at, at their kids' birthday parties. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why Why is there a tiger in a cage? I just want to know. I right. just want to know what the tiger is doing in the cage at a birthday party. I don't get it. Please mm. explain to me. See? It's like getting me riled up. Yeah. No. My blood but starts boiling. You're right. And if you're listening to this and you're really like, no, like she's being whatever over this, I really urge you to do your research because it's shocking what you'll find out. Like, it's shocking. You go to these petting zoos or these little things, and you're like, oh, it's fine. They're fine. They look happy. You'd be really shocked to find out what a lot of these animals are going through. And I get it. It could We could go on a tangent because it could be with – there's animal cruelty all around every day. We know it. But if you can do something to help, why not? You know? Like, why wouldn't you? Don't support the horse and carriage rides. Just don't. Just don't. Like, I, I don't know how yeah. else to break it down to you. Yeah. If yeah. you don't get it, I can't help you. Mm -hmm. And you may have different. There are a lot of things that like I can change about myself. Right. This is a standpoint where if you can't get down with me on this, we won't connect. I'm not for you. You're not for me. Yeah. It's just how I feel about it. And but I mean, there's lots of stuff out there that'll show you why these things are so bad. Like it, Google it. It's I promise you. I, I did the day in New York. I'm like, how bad is this really? And I. I have a weak stomach and it makes me physically ill when I see animal abuse, any sort of abuse. We've talked about this, but I kind of, you know, I forced myself to look at what I could until I was like, this is. I think sick. I want to go fully vegan. Yeah. We should have some a vegan on the podcast to to talk about it because there's a way yeah. to do it. Where you can get your everything you need every day. And there's a way to not do it. <laughs> right. I like, did the way to not do it. I went vegan for like literally six months and was all pasta. And I'm like, uh-oh. And I was like deficient in all these things. Yeah. Like I would like a very educated vegan. Yeah. No. You, on the podcast. To talk to you about. Because I was going to, when I said, you know, it's, it's every day. Yeah. It's everywhere. And you, listen, you can do things to help and you can do things. I get it. When people are like, it's a luxury it's a privilege to be to able be, to eat organic, to yeah. be able to cut out this this and that from your diet. Totally understand. But if you can, maybe think about it. Okay. Like, yeah. I think that'd be... Let's then I'd start the conversation. You. Let's start the conversation. I love starting conversations. Yes. So yeah, we did the New York trip. We were there, most importantly, for the Give Them Lala book. The paperback yes. came out. People are really digging it. I know. Right? I know. It's so good. We're getting photos of it on planes. Feel free to DM the podcast if you got the paperback and you're like traveling with it or you're reading it by your pool. It's cute. We love seeing those photos. I do love seeing them. Yeah. And I love people telling me like what they think. But if, you're, if your feedback is not positive, I don't need to see it. It's not constructive. So yeah. It's not constructive because I wrote about my life. So no matter what you have to say, it's like, it happened already. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Nothing I can change. My days of panicking over gift giving are officially over. And yours can be too. 
thanks to Gift Mode on Etsy. I absolutely love this. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's super easy too. Just tap or click on Gift Mode on your Etsy app or at Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. I can't tell you how calming it is for me to see all of those ideas pop up on my screen. I recently had to find a gift for one of Ocean's little friend's birthdays, and I was tripping. Then I remembered, just use Etsy Gift Mode to shop for the creative kid. And I found the cutest handmade dress-up costumes, fabulous capes, and accessories. The capes were so cute that I even bought one for Ocean. Gift Mode on Etsy is the best. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday gift for the reality TV fan, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Zero dollar delivery fees. I bet that made you listen. Yes, I said $0 delivery fees. That's what you get when you dash pass by DoorDash. And if you don't know what dash pass is, I'm about to change your world. Dash pass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members only deals and discounts. Dash pass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. DashPass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Two days ago at Cruz's birthday, and I this weighed so heavy on me, and it was so simple. There was a guy there, paparazzi, taking photos, and I just was not in the mood. Okay. I was not in the mood, and he kept clicking. And I tried to duck and dodge, and he kept moving around. Like and I, walking into the party. Not walking into the party. He was outside, and I was walking in my car. Okay. And so I tried to go through the passenger side door because I just didn't want it. I didn't want it. I'm leaving a little kid's birthday party. Like, I'm, now I know I'm starting my period. Yeah. <laughs> Overshare. But I was just like, I don't want it. Yeah. And so I said to him, I, like, looked at him, and I said, stop. Stop. Stop mm-hmm. taking the fucking picture. Mm-hmm. And he finally got a million and one photos and is walking away. And I was like, like, this is the kind of photographer you are. Like, they have you, you can be on Kardashians. You gotta yeah. be photographing <laughs> Vanderpump Rules people. And he said, you're better than that, Lala. And I was like, I'm like, I didn't really even do anything. I just was like telling him I don't want my picture taken He right said now. you're better than that? Yeah, because I threw out an insult, which really I was mm. mostly just insulting myself. Yeah. In the yeah. insult. Oh, you said that to him. This is the kind of photographer. You said it actually to him. I don't think I said this is the kind of photographer you are. I was like, they they put you, they couldn't even put you on someone cool like the Kardashians. You have to uh. photograph Vanderpump Rules people. So he's, okay, got it, got he it. Said, 
you're better than this, Lala, because I've yeah. I've never freaked out at and I didn't freak out in this moment. I just wanted him to stop, which makes sense. But how did you feel when he said that? Did you feel guilty or were you like, no, this is I like, how did you feel? Even if he wouldn't have said that, mm-hmm. I felt guilty. OK, because it's like this guy's out here making a paycheck without him giving a fuck about any of us. Mm-hmm. I don't make a paycheck. Yeah. You know, like he's mm-hmm. keeping me relevant and me being relevant. People listen to my podcast. People go and buy my book. People buy my makeup. People watch the show like we're all feeding each other in a different way. And I just. I was angry at myself that I would tell him stop, stop, and then throw an insult, which basically was insulting both of us. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, because he, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, why did I do that? And it had nothing to do with him. I've right. been photographed a million times, right? But that's a great thing to remember: is you too. When someone's an asshole, I, we were just talking about it has nothing to do. I know. So if he's listening, it had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with me. And I'm sorry. I was just in a zone. So there's that with the photographer. I felt bad all the way around. Mm-hmm. And my mom was looking at me like, shake it off. She was. <laughs> yes. I was like, I just feel so bad. Aw. You know Hi, mom. Speak of the queen and icon herself. But Lisa always says, because she used to work at a dental office, mm-hmm. and she always said when people came in and they were kind of bitchy, she didn't use the word bitchy, but just kind of mean. She was like, I always knew it had nothing to do with me. It was yep. like something else that was going on in their day. Yep. So I didn't take it personally. So I'm hoping the photographer knows that. I'm talking about the paparazzi guy who I was, oh, yeah. she just gave like, she, such a, like <laughs> forget about it. She did. <laughs> you know what? He's the, the bigger next, fish, hopefully. Big fish. He's off. He's <laughs> the big fish. He's had enough of us minnows. <laughs> um, hi, the baby. Ocean's eating salmon. Yay. Is it good? Can you say anything? <laughs> um. So, Jess, I have to tell you something so funny. Let's hear it. I was listening to the Girls Gotta Eat podcast that, okay. we, that we did last week. Mm-hmm. And my mom pointed something out that made me so... <laughs> Are you okay? That that made me nervous. Oh, no. What? She said, what do you think Jessica's mom thinks about the podcast <laughs> and what you have Jessica do now? And I was like, I didn't even think about it. Wait, why would that make you nervous? Because I well, have I- an open, a very open family. My mom, I've always been open with like that. My dad is very like religious. He would listen to the podcast, right? Um, I d- your dad cannot listen to the podcast. I've sent my dad clips. This is how like technologically challenged my dad is. I've sent him clips and he goes, sorry, I won't open. I don't have the whole podcast app thing. And I'm like, okay, so he's not listening. My mom, even if she did, she'd be like, you girls are goofballs. That's okay. She, yes. So Because <laughs> we were last week talking heavily about like, Sex. sex. And I know. I was like, I really hope that Jessica's mom doesn't. No, my mom was very, if anything, my dad would be like the, what on earth are you girls talking about? I know. Yeah. I know. My dad would be the same way. Yeah. No, my I... mom is. That's really sweet. <laughs> Would you like to say hello? Say hi. She's trying to eat it. And she's like dumping her salmon on the ground. It's going to be embedded in the rug. This is so disgusting. <laughs> she goes in tongue first. 
Oh, no. Bye. Love you. I'll be right out, okay? Bye. Yes, mama loves you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> She's waiting. <laughs> Goodbye. I'll see you in just a sec, okay? Bye. Bye. The whole family's headed Pod- out, except Pod- Bella. Podcasting <laughs> from home. All right, I cannot deal. <laughs> Lisa turns her speaker on and then walks in like, we need to be quiet. <laughs> Lisa's iconic. There's okay, so that makes me feel better because when she said that, I was tripping balls. I was like, her mom is sitting in upstate New York crying. Like, <laughs> my daughter is on a podcast and she talks about balls. Oh, no, no, no. Believe me. I When I talk to my mom and dad, I'm very vulgar. I've never talked that way on the podcast. And they just go, Jessica, come on. What? My okay. dad. Yeah. So, no, not at all. Um, Very nice of you guys to think about, though. Jake and Amy are in their own little world up in upstate New York, and we love them. My mom's constantly like, please tell Lala and Lisa I said hi, and I pray for her and Ocean and Lisa all the time. And my dad always sending me. I I read Lala one of the messages my dad sends. He sends texts to the, the group family chat every week about the Lord. He's like, whatever cross you're carrying today, just remember that Jesus, like, you know, whatever, this and that. And I loved them. You read me one in New York. And I was like, can I be a part of the group chat? <laughs> I need that. Yeah. So that's the vibe. But that's very nice of you guys. You know, I look at my mom and I'm like, she's like my best friend or yeah. whatever. Like I talk about her all the time. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's like the ride or die. Mm-hmm. But then she does things that are so mom. Like what? The other day, because I'm on Cameo now, right? Mm -hmm. And I won't even lie. I'm so bad at it. You are? Oh, You're not bad at the videos. The videos are iconic. She, You think you're bad at it because you spend so much time on the videos, so it takes you a while to get them all done because you care. I like the way you look at things. We'll (laughs) go with that because I'll look at the app and it's like minus six. And I'm like, I missed six? (laughs) I'm so bad at it. Like I just put them off. Yeah. And I and my mom thinks she's my manager <laughs> and will say, like, did you get your cameos done today? And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> lay the fuck off. Oh, I love that. You know, like I, yeah. I have people who keep me in line. Clearly not that well because I'm missing. Because <laughs> you're missing. Cameos cameos. In a row. That's me. You guys, I need to step it up. on. No, it's not you. There's only so much you can do. And when I keep telling you, I'll get them done. And then I don't <laughs> like there's not much you can do. Right. Yeah. But I. I'll tell her, like, damn it, I missed, like, whatever. And she's like, you missed a cameo today? And I'm like, Mom, calm down. It's not that big of a deal. And she's like, you could have filled up a tank of gas (laughs) with that. That is a good point, Lisa slash Kris Jenner. It put a pin in my stomach. (laughs) I was like, you're right. I could have filled up a tank of gas with that. That is quite a way to look at it because if you, yeah. And it is not cheap out in these streets right now. No. I just paid $7.20 for gas. Where were you in town? Glendale. And when we were just, when I was just in Florida? Yeah. I saw gas for like $3.90, four dollars no, I know. Sometimes I drive around LA yeah. and I'm like, why do I live here? <laughs> why do I live here? I don't understand. Because the weather's beautiful. It's like, you can have this piece of shit house <laughs> and it's only 1.2. It's like, well, that's great. I got to gut the whole thing. I know. Or knock it down. I know. But why? What's so great? I don't understand. It's the weather. It's the accessibility when you're in the entertainment business. 
like from someone who's only lived here for a couple of years that's that's the you don't have to like you're here you're in it all especially you you're on reality tv right like i have to be you've here. got yeah you have to do everything here and i do love it mm-hmm. i don't love it for a house for that's Mm-mm. amazing for almost four million dollars yeah no that's crazy and you have to yeah it's very expensive out here and like schooling i know we've talked about this all but it's like i'm thinking about it and i'm not even close to having a child and kyle and i talk about like i i said to him the other day maybe i should start saving up for schools for our kid one day this is like i'm not having a kid for years you guys and i was no but i was talking to these moms jess i mean you're being smart these moms for preschool it was sixteen thousand dollars a year no no could you imagine no i couldn't especially with someone me i just I told your mom this like two weeks ago. Paid off my student loans. Let's give it Woo-hoo! up. <laughs> That's huge. Thank you. Thank you. No, it was a wild ride because, yeah. And did you ever think your college degree would land you here? <laughs> you got, listen, college. Wait, what, did, what did you major in? Uh, well, first majored in nursing when okay. I went to college, then switched to <laughs> I was all over the place event planning and communications and then switched to music business when I went to Nashville okay and I was like oh I'm gonna be an artist manager easy and then I worked within a company in the music industry which I will not name and I was like no 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 absolutely not. is it intense it's intense and it's very like um I just wasn't I was interested in the social aspect and not at all like it's a lot it's a lot and it's very political, not in like an actual political way, but in like, a, oh, you got to do this. It's like the it's like the entertainment industry, like TV and film, but not as fun. Can I say something super ignorant? Yes. There are days where I listen to country music and I'm like, I should have just been a country star. It seems so easy. <laughs> but I've heard the country music industry is like hard. Cutthroat. 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 And like political as far as like talk to this guy and if you know this girl then you can get into this party which will get you on this radio station and then you can get and I'm like it's exhausting just trying to get your foot in the door there I mean it's like that for a lot of things but like man but Nashville is the isn't that like the heart of country music Mm, I think yeah I I know it was I'm not a big country music head me either and that was enough I'm not a big country music fan at all I respect it I'm just I don't listen to it. why Nashville I don't get it it's so random why like Tennessee for country or why did I go why did you move there I don't I literally this is an exclusive I thought because I loved writing when I was younger and in my head I'm like the only thing you can be if you love writing is a songwriter, but I can't sing. So if I go to Nashville, okay. I can at least write music because I wrote poems and short stories. I can write music, okay. but it's very difficult to be a songwriter and not be able to sing. It's very, it, turn, it like turns and or play an instrument, you guys. <laughs> I can't do any of it. What else do you do? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I, I was can like, write words down on a paper. I was like, I'll write Sometimes the words. Sometimes they rhyme. <laughs> and rhyme them. Yeah. So that, and it just wasn't my passion. I guess it isn't the most random place. No, it's not. But like when you think of people breaking out of mm-hmm. like upstate New York or Utah, like you think of them going to places like California mm-hmm. or like they moved to Miami or they moved to New York. Mm-hmm. It's it's like whenever I hear someone say like, I'm moving from like I had a friend in Utah. I'm moving to Austin. I'm like, 
Why? Austin. See, I know, but there's this like so vibe random. with Austin and Nashville. No, I know that's me being small minded that oh. there's only three places in the entire <laughs> world that you could move to. Right. Miami, Los Angeles, or New York. Right. Where would you, where else is there? I know. You know? Yeah. I know. Because then you think about it, it's like D.C., People flock to DC. There's all these little, and I'm like, oh my god, I forgot about DC. Like, if you're gonna move, if you're gonna live in Austin, just yeah. stay where you live now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and like, it makes sense what you did. You're like, yeah, LA, duh. But that's because I can't get out of my little bubble of like, if you're moving away from your home state, you right. want to be in a big city. It's like, no, sometimes people just want change, law. Yeah, <laughs> want change and want to get out of. Love my hometown, but there, it's small town, small minds, small. Not everyone, but there's a, there was a lot of yucky stuff there that I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, I because I yeah I moved out of the house. At, I was technically out at 16 years old. Whoa. Yeah, because I, think, I graduated high school a year early, and then you know my best friend Madison and I were gonna move to LA, and she did one year of high school. I was gonna move straight to LA. She and, did one year of high school. Yes, and then she just did the rest. Oh, finished in in LA. Oh, okay. She like moved out to be an actress. Yeah, and decided I don't want to be in high school anymore. She was bullied. I was bullied. I was like, I'm just not gonna go to high school. Like, mm-hmm. like the traditional high yeah. school. You know. Yeah. And I came out here, yeah. and we looked at apartments, and literally around, around the corner. How old we, were you guys? Wait, I need to like get this in my head. So you're we like were, 14. I was, yeah, 15, 15. Oh my god. Yeah, because high school. Well, I think it's different now, but yeah. when I was growing up, ninth grade was still considered junior high. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so you I guess for most like people, 10. it was high school. Mm-hmm. They don't, but from junior high was still ninth grade. Okay. They may have changed it. And we came out here and we were looking for places and managers and all of that. And I was like, I just feel like such a little baby. Really? (laughs) Yes. And And I remember sitting in Salt Lake at the Cafe Rio on 3300 South. Okay. Is it still there? Yes. Shout out. Shout out. (laughs) Cafe Rio's bomb. Okay. And my mom, it was like rainy. And my mom was like, now you can do this. Like, if you want to move out there, you totally can. We'll be supportive. But my mom said, yeah. but I want you to know all of the things you'll miss out on in high school. Mm-hmm. You'll miss out on dances. You know, there's a lot of fun stuff that happens in high school. Spoiler alert for any of... Oh, I hope no one younger than high school is listening to the oh, podcast. God. But if they are, <laughs> can I tell you, as I get older and I look at the demographic that follows me on social media, I'm like... Uh-oh. <laughs> We're getting younger. Where's Gen Z? <laughs> I need the Gen Z. Oh, oh, you're saying you're getting older and older. Of course. Because I'm getting older. You're getting older. So, of course, people that have been, you know, following me for however many years, they're also getting older. Yep. Those are the ride or dies. Those are the real ones. I don't think I'm getting older. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't act like it. Wait, hold on. I have to. So, she said you're going to miss out. Yeah, but the spoiler alert is you will not miss out. If you have big dreams, I know that's so bad to say, but high school was such... Did you go to the dances, go to prom? Did you do all that or no? I did, actually. Can I tell you? Hmm. I'm going to bite my tongue right now. Okay. And I'm going to take the foot out of my mouth and reverse. Okay. High school was actually awesome. Okay. I had my high school sweetheart. We bumped peepees like jackrabbits. (laughs) It was so much fun. Okay. I actually loved high school. I take it all back. Did you go to parties and stuff or were you not that type? No, I went to my best friends had a house. Their parents bought them a house right when they graduated and they were older than me. Okay. So I was still in high school when they had graduated and we would go there 
literally every weekend. I was there like daily. It was the party house. So you did you drink in high school? Alcohol? I had my first drink when I was graduating high school. I texted okay. and I put this in my book. I was te- I texted my best friend who lived in the house and said, I have been I'm 18 and I don't know what it's like to be at a party and like feel buzzed or drunk and yeah. I go to school and all these people are talking about their wild times and like I'm about to graduate and never have that moment. Yeah. So you went and So got she was like we're going to get we're going to get you drunk and you'll be safe. And she got me lit on Taka Vodka. Or maybe it was Smirnoff. I'd have to look back in the book because I had... Oh, no. It was cheap. Cheap. And it was flat Coke. Oh, my God. Do you... Yeah. Yeah. And I I remember feeling... I was laying on the couch and I was like, I feel so weird. And my high school boyfriend, who was fine, (laughs) who was like 6'6", a twin, Samoan. Hello. So cute. He was like, Babe! It's because you're drunk. Oh, he was so excited for you. Like, you're drunk right now. And I was like, I don't know that I like it that much. <laughs> Did you throw up? No, I didn't throw up. That's such a nice, great first experience. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh. But I lost my virginity sober. Good for you. And I'll kind of be doing it again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> TBD on again, that. I'm a born-again virgin. <laughs> I'll be losing my kind of. brand new V-card sober again. Kind of. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be fun for you. It will be fun. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to 7 days secure hold, and that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press-On Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now, so get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code lala at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code lala at checkout for 25% off. Did you know today is a great day to warranty? Well, actually, every day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. And that's what you get with American Home Shield Warranty. I signed up with American Home Shield the moment I decided to buy my house. With an American Home Shield Warranty, unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater won't break the bank because coverage repairs and replacements are taken care of just like that. And not by me, my mom, or Easton. We wouldn't know the first thing to do if something stopped working in this house. I just contact American Home Shield when a covered item breaks and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. 
So having that sort of reassurance from American Home Shield is something to celebrate. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry, be warranty. Visit ahs.com slash GTL today to get 20% off any plan. That's ahs.com slash GTL for 20% off any plan. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. All right, so we'll move on from... That was a fun little tangent. I don't don't know how we got there. (laughs) I don't either. I figure most of my listeners are probably female. Yeah. And so they're like in their car on their way to work or something and going... (laughs) (laughs) You know, I picture them because some some listeners will send me DMs and they're like, I laughed so hard on my way to work and I can picture them like, because ah. I do that. I do that when too. I listen to podcasts. I go, ah. <laughs> like when I'm yeah. listening to Heather McDonald's podcast. Yeah. I can picture people driving next to me and I pray they're not looking into my window <laughs> because just- I'm like smacking the steering wheel. <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> She is so funny. She is funny. Um, speaking of funny, mm-hmm. I'm going on tour. <laughs> Segway, yes. Speaking of hilarious comedians. Going, speaking of really funny people, I'm going on tour. Yes. Um, it is the Give Them Live brand new tour. I'm so excited, Jess. It's, I was getting very nervous, but then yeah. when I was doing chicks in the office, they were like, dude. Why are you nervous? You just show up and you just like be you. And they're there to see you. They're there to see Lala. You could just. And I'm there to see them. Yes, exactly. So wait, I need a little clarity on this. So the Give Them Lala live tour. I'm going to be going with you. Yes. So I need to know because I know there's like VIP. So what is like the difference? If someone say, say I'm an audience member and I buy a VIP ticket. Am I going to like meet you beforehand? How does that work? Okay, so the VIP tickets, mm-hmm. yes, that's like a, a meet and greet. Like we kick it in the back. You come in early. We take pictures. We bump gums like we're homies. <gasps> Love. And so that's what that will be about. And then obviously, no matter what seat you get, mm-hmm. like I want to interact with you. Right. Like it may not be quote unquote as personal mm-hmm. as the VIP, but like I want to hang out with everybody. Yeah. You know, and it's going to be so fun. It will. And we have such fun segments. I like know. I told you about the segment that I want to do. Wait, which one? Because you have so many great segments. And I'm like, Lala, you can't fit all of these segments into. Well, for the cities that we have guests in, yeah. like the segment will be like catered to my guests. Okay. Right. Yeah. Then there's a segment I want to do that we will do where like if you have an ex-boyfriend or a friend who like just ain't hitting right. Mm hmm. Let me call them. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, like, you have someone come up on stage and they're like, call my boss and tell them how I really feel. Or call my my God, I would sweat. Uh, If they were like, call my boss, I'd be like, do you really want me to do that right now? Yeah. Because you may not have a boss anymore. (laughs) Or call my best friend who couldn't make it. Right. Or that. Like, let's go the route where, like, I'm nice. Yeah. (laughs) And Aww. someone says, my best friend couldn't come or she yeah. lives somewhere else. Can you call her? Like, yes. Put her on FaceTime. Put her on a <gasps> phone call. I don't FaceTime. care. That would be 
so cool. Like yes. if I went to a show that my friend couldn't make it to and we were like, oh, we love this person. And I went on stage and we FaceTime. That would like make my friend's whole life. <laughs> I know. Can I tell you what's weird is that people keep saying they're coming to see you. Yeah. But in my mind, like I've just invited people to come hang out. Hang out. Because it still hasn't clicked with me that like I wrote a book or like people listen to this podcast. When people send me articles about myself, mm-hmm. it's so weird. Really? Still? Yes. Wild. It's still, yeah. Number one, why do you care enough to write an article about yeah. it? <laughs> I'm just fucking Lala. Just <laughs> I appreciate Lala. it. Keep writing them articles. Make yeah. sure you mention give them Lala products. <laughs> While you're at it, keep referring to me as a mogul. Mogul. <laughs> we love that word. <laughs> but yes, it's strange. So like yeah. for me, when they're like tickets are on sale, I'm like, you mean invites have gone out. <laughs> invites have gone out. Yeah. I'll be hanging with my group of friends. No, the tour is going to be fucking fantastic. So if you haven't, sorry, <laughs> if you haven't gotten your tickets, we are starting off in Irvine. That show is sold out. Fort Lauderdale, Florida is next on May 3rd. Clearwater, May 5th. Orlando, Florida is on May 6th. Atlanta, Georgia. I'm so (gasps) excited. You've got some spicy things planned for Atlanta. I really can't wait for Atlanta because I have a surprise. I ain't going to tell you what it is, (laughs) but I'm super excited for Atlanta on May 7th. Nashville on May 9th. New Orleans, May 10th. Uh, May 11th, we're in Houston. May 12th, we're in Austin. May 13th, we'll wrap up in Dallas, Texas. Have you ever been to New Orleans? Because I haven't, and I'm, like, so excited. Years ago. Really? Like, so many years ago. I want to say, like, five years ago. Oh, so you haven't been in a while. Was no. it, Did you have fun? I had the best time ever, and I was shwasted. And by right. the way, I got my most favorite pair of shoes in New Orleans. Do you remember where? At a nice... Do they have, like, like a, a Bloomingdale's nice. or a Neiman Marcus there? I'm sure. Or a Saks. I'm sure. Because they have... They have good shopping, I yeah. think, right? They have like a nice mall. I was going to say, I've heard great shopping, great food, great nightlife. I've heard all of that. No, it was super fun. Yeah. And I like that I got to experience when I was still a drinker. Yes. That's you know? how you have to do it. Yeah. Because you can just walk the streets. Yeah. And it's a different... You know, it's like you can do that in Vegas. But Vegas is like... Different vibe. It's a completely different vibe. Mm-hmm. I love New Orleans, so I'm super excited for that show, too. And that's where Stassi's from. So Yes. It's always a special time when I get to go to where my friends were born and raised. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, So there's that for the tour. If you want to come and play with me, go to GiveThemLive.com to purchase your tickets. I'm so excited to meet you guys, and I love you all so much. Jess, do we have any voicemails to wrap up the show? Yes, we do. Okay. Hey there, Lala. My name's Devin. And my name is Kate. We've been best friends for 40 years, and we absolutely adore you and all things Vanderpump Rules. Uh, we are actually treating ourselves to a 40th girls trip out to the West Coast because we both turned 40 and have known each other for 40 years. And the Vanderpump Rules is a massive part of what we're doing out there. So we're really excited to go experience things that you've done. Our question is, we are getting all glammed up and doing our thing. And we've gotten a bunch of dresses that have some very awkward bra needs. And so we're wondering, what do you use when you're dressing up with backless dresses? And things like low cut, front cut, to keep your boobs in shape and perk them up and make them look hot. Thanks so much. We really appreciate your time. 
We love you, and we can't wait to get out to the West Coast. Thanks, Lala. Thank you. We love you. I love this question so much. First of all, my all of my closest friends I've been friends with. Candace, I've been friends with for 25 years. Oh, my gosh. Madison and Olivia, I've been friends with for literally 31 years since birth. That's th- that's these two. I know. Devin and so Kate. I'm so Aww. excited for them. Yeah. Oh, what? 40 years. That's <gasps> so special. 40, 40th girls. That's a big. They've been like, friends for that long, right? And, yeah. Friends for that long. And, and they're turning. Yeah. Amazing. So for the boobs. I like the the bras, and I think you can get them at Victoria's Secret. You could even get them on Amazon. They literally are just sticky on the front. It's just the cups, and that's it. This is for backless because okay. it does cinch in the front to give you the cleavage still. Yes, the clip in the front. There's a clip in the mm-hmm. front, like in the middle, mm-hmm. and you can like cinch it tighter to give to make the boobs perky. I like those. But then to cover up the nip action. So backless, that's amazing. And then can I tell you who has the best trick with their boobs for low cut? What? Is Ariana, and she always says boob tape. Boob tape, yes, because you can make that your own. You can cut it. You can shape it around. You can totally shape it and, like, form it to give you cleavage, and there's literally no lines at all. And Ariana always says she has itty-bitty titties, and they look massive They look with her boob tape. Yeah. And she has, like, plunging stuff. Do you know what tape she uses? Because I know no. Target has some. Here's the thing, you guys, and I learned this from Kim K. She used to use duct tape. Granted, it might rip off your skin. But <laughs> but it's worth it for one night of cleave. <laughs> I know Target has a good shape tape. You know what, though? I've used uh, duct tape before. Yeah. Season four, Sheena wanted the small dress for Gay Pride, okay. the parade. We were in these pink dresses. They were floral, pink and black. Mm-hmm. She wanted the small, so I was left with the medium. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get my boobs looking right. So And I was the rookie, and she basically just like came in and was like, I'm taking the small. <laughs> And I was like, all right. Okay. Guess I'll take the medium. And I duck I asked the crew if they had duct tape and I duct taped my boobs together. So you had that like cleavage. Huge. My boobs were huge. Did it hurt ripping it off? Or no? I was a little slammed. Okay. So you were fine. Season were four fine. Lala was feeling no pain. Okay. Okay. Nothing. Yeah. At all. See? So yeah. I like the duct tape. So that would be my advice. And I know Ariana checks her DMs. Slide in her DM and ask her what boob tape she uses because hers look good. Hers look nice. Do we have another one? Yes, we do. La, la. Mama be looking real good these days. You are looking fabulous, fit, and fine. And I'm wondering, along with many of your other listeners and countless fans, what is an average day in your life far as your favorite eats, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Love to know. Oh, I'm the worst eater ever. I don't want to say I'm the worst eater ever. I'm great at moderation. Like, I know how to snack my ass off but not go overboard. Mm-hmm. I won't even lie. Yes, I have Cheetos in my cabinet, and I may or may not come down at midnight to get the bag. <laughs> The other day, Lala was like, can you pick up some Cheetos? And I was like, what do they look like? <laughs> I was like, what are Cheetos? I uh, knew, hello. I didn't know if they Dangerous were the thick. <laughs> if they were the thick ones or like the puffs, crunchy. Puffs. Yes, no, yes, no yes. crunch. I like the puff. Okay. I want to feel like I'm chewing on air cheese. <laughs> 
Cheddar <laughs> cheese. Okay. Yes. I would say I'm really into I don't love eggs, but I try to consume them. Mm-hmm. I drink a lot of like protein shakes. I love Ensure. Right now I'm like really struggling to keep weight on because I'm just a little stressed. So it's hard for me to consume food. Okay. But I still need calories. You know, I don't want to lose. I mean, I've lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, which I don't like. We've talked about that already, mm-hmm. though. So Ensure, I stay stocked. Mm-hmm. I would say lunch and dinner are like my two things. I'm not a big breakfast fan. No, me either. Yeah, it's just it doesn't hit right. And when I go out for breakfast, I get the same thing. Two eggs over easy, extra crispy bacon, a side of sourdough toast. (gasps) You don't get breakfast potatoes? Oh, like hash browns? Yes, or like breakfast potatoes, like chopped up and fried. Yeah, I mean, I get them (laughs) because it usually comes with them, but I... (laughs) Don't necessarily eat them. Okay. Okay. I try to eat them. Yeah. But, you know, is that a well-balanced meal? What, the eggs and the... Seems very heavy in carbs. and Heavy in carbs. And by the way, with the egg, I only eat the yolk. How strange is this? Why? When my eggs over easy, I only like the yolk. I don't like the white part. But hard-boiled eggs, I hate the yolk, only eat the white part. Really? <laughs> How weird. That's so... You don't like the yolk in hard-boiled eggs? It's just too dry or something? Ugh. You don't it's like, like it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a stick of chalk. <laughs> but I dip my bacon in the over-easy egg like a sick fuck. Yeah, no, that's good. And the sourdough. And the sourdough. Yeah. Wait, sorry. How do we get on breakfast? That's Oh, that's how, what you always eat for breakfast. What do you do for lunch and dinner? Like, mm, for lunch, I'm usually eating. God, do I even eat lunch? You'll eat like food that you, if you and your mom have gone out to dinner. I've seen. Oh, I've I love seen, leftovers. You love leftovers. Love leftovers. Mm-hmm. So whatever's left over in the fridge, I'm a big fan of Mexican food. Like I love mm. cheese enchiladas with rice and beans and some hot sauce. Mm-hmm. That's good. So good. Like I would say that's one of my favorite meals. But I also love Greek food. Like you give me a Greek salad with kalamata. Is that how you say it? Kalamata olives. Yeah. Feta cheese, chopped up onions. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) The red onions. Yeah. So good. So good. Give me a little side of pita bread with tzatziki. I'm going in. Yeah. Yeah. That is good. And let me tell you the best snack to make. Nobody asked. Tell me. Nobody asked. But I'm going to say it. No, but I want to tell me because you live with the trainer. Well, and I just love food. I love, love food. So you take sourdough bread, you get your pan all nice and hot, drizzle olive oil, put the sourdough bread on one side, get the side nice and toasty, flip it to the other nice and toasty. While it's toasting, you mash avocado, lemon juice, salt, a little bit of garlic salt, pepper, crushed red pepper, mash it all together. You fry an egg up in the same pan you're making your toast. Put the mashed avocado on the sourdough, drizzle with honey, flaky sea salt on top, and then egg on the side. Done so. And this is like for breakfast, lunch, dinner, anytime. That sounds so good. It's really good. I'm adding that to my cabinet. It's really good. Honey on avocado toast. I just started doing it. (laughs) I'll make it for you. It's really good. It sounds bomb. It's so good. All right. So we'll leave it at that. This was a fun episode. I always love when it's the two of us. Me too. Just sitting in this little room. I feel safe. I feel safe in this room. This is is a good room. (laughs) These four walls. (laughs) That's not even a real song. Wait, where? How do I know it then? I don't know. Is it from a commercial or something? No, I just made it up. Oh. (laughs) I just made it up. Anyway, I love you guys 
so, so much. Remember to purchase the paperback copy of my book, Give Them Lala. And I hope that I get to see you guys on tour and you can get tickets at GiveThemLive.com. I love you. Thank you for listening to another episode of mine. And I will talk to you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.